the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There we go, David. From That's what I'm talking to about. Culture. Principles to politics. This is the Seth Leibson Show. Welcome to the Seth Leibson Show. Obviously, I am not Seth. This is Sam Stone. And joining me in the studio today, an original Breaking Battlegrounds uh, cast and crew member, Jamie Kleshek. Hello. Uh, Jamie is Jamie's here to play the... Dana Scully to my Fox Mulder, because, folks, we are going to take this program straight down the rabbit hole. You can't see her, but Jamie's shaking her head. She knows I'm about to get in trouble, which actually I might be, because it's been a really interesting month, Jamie, watching my LinkedIn page. You get these – if you're on LinkedIn and you have the premium service, you get these notifications. You can see who is going on your LinkedIn and checking you out. Um. So in like the last three, four or five weeks, uh, I have had two different people from the FBI, one from the Department of Justice. Uh, I have had a CIA officer of some type. Uh, I have had CISA, the Center for Internet Security Agency or whatever, something like that. It is another government agency we have too many of and the NSA. Uh, so apparently I'm doing something right. What did you do? Yeah, see, this is the thing I don't know. What did you tweet? I, well, I've tweeted a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, folks. It would take us a while to narrow this down, I think. Yeah, this isn't going to be an easy search if I have to go back through my Twitter <laughs> feed and find out what offended the entire security apparatus of the federal government. But it was something. I mean, I guess we can narrow it down at least to the last, like, three months. Yeah, it wasn't before that because this is all pretty new. Yeah. So, uh, and I really have no idea. But – in honor of the uh, friends who are clearly listening. Hello. I, yes. <laughs> hey, fellas. How you doing? I, yeah. Uh, I have just decided to go straight into this one on something that, frankly, I've always actually really enjoyed. Jamie, Jamie again, is shaking her head. Folks, Jamie and I have worked together for a long time. How many years has it been now since we oh, started? Seven? Seven. I think. Yeah, it's been a while. Hopefully. It's right? been, yeah, long enough that we've gotten into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jamie worked with me in Sal DeCicio's office at the city of Phoenix. She's worked with me on Carrie Lake's campaign. She has. She is absolutely fantastic on all the digital stuff. She doesn't get herself in trouble with our national security apparatus until today. Well, I mean, they never bothered to let me know I was in trouble. That's the thing. I mean, they could be looking at my LinkedIn, too, and they're just masking it. Who knows? Well, see, that's the fun part is they could be masking it. They could. I don't know. I mean, someone wanted to send you a message. That's the thing. I kind of think so, too. I think they did. <laughs> um, but see, here's the thing about conspiracy <laughs> theories, Jamie. I have always really sort of enjoyed them because I didn't believe them. Right. And then 2020 rolled around and all this stuff that's happened. And it's like, yeah, see, here's the problem now. They all turned out to be true. An alarming number of them did. I shouldn't say all. Not all. I mean, we're still waiting on, I guess, Bigfoot maybe, but, you know. 
Yeah. I, okay. So here's the thing. I'm not a. I'm not a Bigfoot believer. Not a Bigfoot guy. Okay. No, so let's cross that one off. I'm going to cross enough. off two others, folks. Um, we're going to open the call in, so you, you folks can call in and, and talk about this. Let me hear what you have to think. Um, and I have one central theory that I, w- I want to get to as we go here. But I am going to cross two other topics off our list. Okay. Flat Earth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, folks. I, you know, I've, I've, I've talked to some of you who are super passionate about this, but I cannot go there. I cannot bite into the idea that the Earth is somehow a different shape than every other celestial body in the universe, um, among other reasons there. And likewise, because I know a fair amount about airplanes and have a lot of pilot friends, uh, chemtrails. I ain't going there. Because as one of my buddies who flew an A-10 out of Davis Mountain used to say, there ain't no spray the people button in my jet. <laughs> so we're leaving those two alone. But the bigger one, there's a couple that we've pretty much gotten three kind of big ones that I would say we have more or less. And folks, I hope you call in and want to agree or disagree. We've more or less gotten confirmation in the last few years. Um, for one thing, the idea that anybody but the CIA killed John F. Kennedy <laughs> is getting pretty hard to follow. I mean, quite frankly, it looks like they did it. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. Well, for, I, first, I RFK, out, RFK but, Jr. clearly oh, okay. thinks so, right? You talk about somebody who's trying to get the atten- attention of the intelligence agencies. I think he's had it for a while. Uh, I, I worry about him. I think I'll, he's had it for a while. You know? Um, but But, yeah, so... First off, there's that one. And that, you know, that should be earth shattering. If that really is true, which I would now place the odds on that 80-24. That's where I'm coming down on this one, folks. 80-20, there's a 20% chance it was somebody else. But that's really kind of it. (laughs) And, you know, so you have the very high likelihood that the CIA killed one of the most popular presidents in the United States. I mean, they've certainly done it outside of the country with other countries' presidents. Yeah, they they don't have a great track record around the globe. No. And we're going to get to that here actually in a moment because that that ties to my broader theory also. Oh, boy. But – It's a good one, guys. Stick around. (laughs) Yeah. But so – and this is probably one you haven't heard before because I kind of came up with this on my own. So – I'm creating conspiracy theories right here on the Seth Leapson show. Seth is going to come back in the studio. He's going to hear this recording, and he is never going to let me in the door again. No. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, the other one that appears to have come true, in fact, we keep getting told about it by our government, is that there are aliens. Yeah. They keep trying to sort of half couch it, like – and somehow, but, you know, like, we're in the midst of lockdowns in 2020, and they're like, oh, aliens are real. And everyone's like, okay, but we're locked in our homes, so who cares? Uh, and then they've they've had a bunch of things since then. You've got all these pilots from all over the world. Now, I go back. I do believe in aliens. Okay. And, and here – and now, putting aside everything we've learned in the last few years, I had two sort of reasons. One is just simple mathematics. Billions and billions and billions of stars. That means there have to be billions and billions of planets. Some of those planets have to be inhabitable. When you start looking at the sheer numbers, Mm -hmm. 
The idea that we are we alone are the only sapient sentient species in the galaxy strikes me as being a little far fetched. I would call it arrogant. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I I would totally believe that there are aliens somewhere doing something at some level of intelligence. I don't know that I buy that they're here or causing any trouble. All right. So, thank you, Dana Scully. We need here to we go. we're pulling it back. <laughs> um yeah, so the other reason I did is I was an indifferent college student at best, folks. I got A's in the stuff I liked. I got C's in everything else. C's get degrees. C's get hired. There you go. So, yeah, it worked fine. But I wasn't that great a student. I have since become a very dedicated student of history. And one of the really interesting things I found in history is that there are numerous examples of what people claim or artwork and depicting alien encounters. The similarities from cultures that are widely dispersed across the globe that at that time had no contact with each other are pretty striking. They all sort of describe the same thing. The little men, the big heads, the round ships. This has not been an uncommon sighting throughout thousands of years of human history. I don't know. I'm thinking there's a lot of things that we've all sort of just spontaneously agreed on in different parts of the world. I mean, it's an awful lot of country, uh, civilizations that built pyramids or, or have similar mythologies. Or when we, If folks, I am not a pyramid expert, but that brings up a point. Uh, we need somebody to call into this radio program and tell us about the pyramids, if you know about the pyramids, because I don't. But there's a lot about the pyramids that make no sense to me. You're moving rocks across a huge distance and placing them in a way that engineers today essentially could not do. They had a lot of time on their hands and a lot of slave labor. I will say that. That's entirely true. But my goodness, the size of the blocks. I just, I, you know, there's things there. I'm not sure. There's things there. So – Aliens, the second thing, JFK, the first. Um, Here's the third one, and and I'm going to do it real quick before we go there because I'm going to come back on this one in a much bigger way. The existence of the New World Order. Okay, that was like the central, oh, my goodness, conspiracy theory of the last 30, 40, 50 years. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, in like the last two, three years, they just popped up and they're like, yeah, uh, so we're here. Yeah, hello. And yeah, we intend to do exactly all of that that you said we were going to do. But here's why it's good. <laughs> it doesn't sound good no, to me. it doesn't sound good. Not at all. But we're going to get into that because it has been really one of the most astounding things that they have popped up at this point and they're basically taking ownership of it. Folks, the Seth Liebson Show without Seth and with a tinfoil hat is coming back in just a moment. Happy holidays indeed. But let's – I think we're the heck out of ourselves and everyone else out there. We were, talking to, we were talking about the New World Order and I want to touch on that real quick and then we've got a couple of callers lined up. We're going to get to you guys right away here. The New World Order for years was like the most ridiculous conspiracy theory out there. Oh, absolutely. I mean that was the one I mean, that uh, – Certainly up there. Yeah. When yeah. someone came up to you and they started talking about the New World Order, literally – I look, I take responsibility. I'm one of the people that's just rolling my eyes. Oh, for sure. For sure. I, I mean, come on, really? You're putting way too much faith in the competence of these people. But 
except that then 2020 again rolled around and these people came straight up out of the woodworks. Klaus Schwab and company, the WEF, Bill Gates, all of these folks in these internet, WHO, all these international organizations, the UN, all these various supranational groups and the very wealthy, very powerful people leading them stepped up and they're like, oh, no, that's us. And we absolutely intend to do everything you have been told was an impossible conspiracy theory. We're going to cut the population down to 500 million. We are going to create a future where you own nothing, you don't do any work, and somehow you're magically happy, which apparently they're planning to bring about with weed and mushrooms. And eating the bugs, which makes (laughs) me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See, I'm not in. No? And and I've actually eaten uh, deep fried grasshoppers dipped in honey. Yeah, I'm not doing that. They were actually pretty tasty. Okay. Have you ever had uh, chocolate-dipped ants? No. Are those good? Oh, yeah. Sometimes they put them on pretzels. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I mean, honestly. It's a thing, I believe. Look, I feel like if you dip almost anything in chocolate, it's edible. Yeah. I mean, just just as a general thing. I'll let you handle that one. I'm not going to do that. So the, the New World Order comes around. They show up, and they're like, yeah, we're here. And so now the most ridiculous conspiracy theory of the last 50 years just came true and has been admitted to by all of these adherents. And I'm almost not even sure where to go. Except that everything – we were talking about this with Seth, the way that they are trying to change society from the ground up. And I have a theory about why that could be. This is my new addition to the the, the over-the-top crazy but maybe, maybe type theory based on the things we've already admitted. But first, I want to go to callers and I want to see what they have to say. We, We have got Rick. Rick, what do you got? Hi there, Sam. Sam. I uh, really enjoy your Thursdays with uh, Seth, and I'm glad you're filling in for him today. I'm calling about space aliens. Yes. Apparently, Chuck Schumer doesn't have enough to do, because on Friday, he gave this big press conference saying that the government is withholding all kinds of information from us on space aliens. So uh, the broken southern border... The war in the Middle East, the war in Ukraine, the war uh, in our uh, society with the uh, uh, the culture and the all culture that. wars and everything, all the conflicts coming yeah. together right it's, now. It's uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, I mean, eh, who who cares about all that stuff? Let's talk about space aliens and and. Uh, the government covering that up. So I wanted to uh, suggest to him that if he wants to see aliens, just go to the southern border. You know, I mean, come on. But uh, the reason I two, called... 2,000 of them at Lukeville right now waiting to be processed in. So, yeah, plenty to yeah. choose from. Yeah, right. So what I called about in regards to conspiracy theory, theories at Al, are you familiar with the SETI project? S-E-T-I. Search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yes, I yes. am. Yes, this was begun 60 years ago at the behest of Carl Sagan and a bunch of other prominent scientists. And their theory was that if there's intelligent life out there somewhere, surely they are sending out radio, TV, and other signals that we should be able to pick up. And so they constructed these giant radio 
telescopes all over the globe, and for 60 years now, they have been scanning the sky, looking and listening for a signal that someone has sent out, either purposely or inadvertently. And do you know how many signals they have found? Absolutely none. That's correct. Yes, absolutely. True. The counter-argument, of course, being that those signals are moving at or under the speed of light, and given the distance, you would need a society that had been there for many, 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 many millennia. Yeah, yeah. Well, according to uh, Star Trek and all of that good stuff, that, that that's the case. Uh, and no, I'm just, I'm just being facetious. Oh about no! That. Look, I, you know what? One of the reasons I, I actually wanted to do this show today, and one of the reasons I brought Jamie in with me, mm-hmm. is because I'm not sure I buy into any of this, right? Yeah. But I think it's important. It's interesting because so much has come up that feeds into these theories. Yeah. And so. I'd rather have a rational discussion about them than yes. just continuing an irrational discussion. So I appreciate yeah. you bringing up those points because those are really good points. You bet. May I make a point about the uh, world order? Yes, please. So for years, years and years and years, we have known that major league football and college football and other teams have spied on each other and gotten each other's information and all that kind of stuff. They've, uh, you know, conducted these uh, clandestine plans against each other. And for what? For a few million bucks. Yes. But the New World Order, this is for the whole ball game. So it makes some sense that somebody is there saying, hey, you know, maybe we need to uh, put a plan together. I think that's a fantastic point, actually. I mean, look, the that is if you're looking at why the New World Order would exist, you have a group of highly wealthy, highly powerful people who want to ensure their continued extreme wealth and power. And, and don't forget don't forget highly arrogant. Highly arrogant, yes. And and I would add really bad at this running stuff thing. Yeah. Um they their their arrogance exceeds their actual success at any of the stuff they've been trying to do. Yeah. Um, I think they're making a hash of this thing, quite frankly. Yeah. And I did True. particularly enjoy all the jets frozen to the runway in Munich uh, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> that was classic. I agree with you. <laughs> right. Well, thank you. Hey, it's great to talk to you both, and I look forward to the rest of the show. Rick, thank you so much for tuning in. All right, next up we have Steve and Tempe. Steve, what you got? Oh, we got one minute. So, Steve, hit me with your subject, and then we're going to come back to it. Hey, uh, Sam, thank you for taking my uh, – yeah, great uh, hearing what you and, and Seth were talking about regarding DEI. I learned a whole lot just in that short period of time that you guys were talking about that. And uh, But as it relates to the the alien situation and the pyramids. I wanted to talk to you about that further, so if you only have, if we'll, we only have a minute. We'll do, uh, we'll do that coming back on the next side. I'm going to keep you on for the next segment here. Just stay tuned okay, for you. about four minutes through this break. Thank you. All right, folks. We're going to be coming back with more tinfoil hat, more conspiracy theories, and we are going to get to Sam's special theory coming up. 
That's a solidly jamming Christmas tune right there, young David. George Harrison's Ding Dong Ding Dong. Of course, he was Buddhist, so this is all about New Year and new life and, you know, new, you know. Okay, look, I... It's about bring out the new and throw out the old. (laughs) I I can go for Buddhism. That actually is a belief system that makes more sense to me the most. That makes more sense than leftism. Oh, well, everything makes more sense than leftism. (laughs) All right, coming back, we're still talking conspiracy theories, and before we went to the break... I had the unfortunate timing to bring Steve on and give him no time at all. So we're going to give him time to talk about what he was calling in for. Steve, thank you so much for holding through the break. It's your show. Hey, thanks, Sam. Thank you. Um, No, you know, very interesting uh, conversation regarding these conspiracy theories. And uh, I'll I'll tell you, real quick, just uh, the first one that you mentioned or one of the first ones you mentioned regarding the – JFK assassination, that is just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, 10, uh, 10 years ago, five years ago, I would have never believed that the CIA was in any Nor way involved I. in it. And, and, I, and I'm with you. I'm, you know, 80-20 uh, that, they, that they were. It, which is, it's just it, astounding when you think of it. And those documents were required by law to be turned over to the public by now, and they have not. So take, yeah. take from that what you will. Yeah, and there's a there's a reason for that, and I'm sure it's to protect every single one of the. I'm sure it's to protect that uh, that Cabal. department. But uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, as it relates to the the alien conspiracies, uh, I, you're losing me on that one because I. I mean, here, here's my thought on that. I mean, with the tens of thousands of sightings and interactions. And I remember reading that book a, a number of years back, Communion. Do you remember that book with, uh, yes. with the weird-shaped uh, guys or the little small figures with the weird shape? I mean, it's a, that's about as demonic a figure as you can, you can get. And I, I promise you, that person probably did have an interaction with uh, something that I would say is from a religious standpoint, a demonic figure. And I think a lot of those people have. And so not that that ex- explains away everything that, that, that's been reported. And uh, no, but it's, up. it's a perfectly legitimate explanation. And, you know, yeah. look, it could have been a demonic type figure. It could have been an encounter with a illicit substance that created a vision that was not yep. there at all, right? Um, no question. There's a lot no of question. real. There's a lot of real questions behind this stuff. I wouldn't claim that anything I'm talking about today is a hundred percent true. It's sure. just getting easier and easier to believe because everything does keep coming true. Yeah. Well. Well. Here's the other thing, Sam, and this is this is the one th- uh, fact that I look at. I mean, I'm waiting for somebody that's had one of these experiences where they've gone into the the uh, the spaceship and they've been and these uh, individuals have examined them and they've gone through this horrific um, process I'm waiting for one of these people to grab a screwdriver off one of the tables as they're walking out of the ship so we can actually see something that came that was manufactured from someplace other than here so we we know for a fact that you know, gosh, these materials are, you know, it's made of, this is a, a tool or this is a piece of plastic yeah, some, or something. something that clearly did not come from this planet. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, and, and you would think with all of the sightings and the, and the 
people that have come up with uh, the the experiences that they've had with these these things. There is not anything that indicates that there is anything that's visited us or or um, that there is a physical material that's not from this planet. And um, that's the thing that I just am not buying about this. I, you would think with all of the sightings and everything else that's, you know, the tens of thousands of, of different stories and, and um, interactions with these, with these individuals or with these beings that you would have, that we would have something by now. Absolutely. And I think that's a great, uh, frankly, a a great point. And we're going to be heading to break here in in a little less than a minute. So I I apologize. I have to cut you off again. Um, When we come back, I'm going to touch actually kind of on that last point you just made. Um, But I've got a ton of callers getting lined up. So we're going to, I thank you for calling in. I think that's an excellent point. I'm going to address one issue of it. And then we're going to come right back with some of these other callers coming up right after the break. Well, welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. I'm your guest host today, Sam Stone, and I have put on the tinfoil hat. We are talking conspiracy theories. When we went to the break, uh, Steve uh, from Tempe brought up a very good point, which is that with all these abductions and crashes and so forth and so on, no one has ever shown up with the alien screwdriver or other perp, you know, prop in their hand that came directly from these uh, craft or anything like that. Now, I did read a book some time ago called The Day After Roswell by Army Colonel Philip, uh, Philip Corso, who was apparently – he had been in World War II and after World War II and the time of the Roswell crash, the uh, crash site itself, the potential alien bodies, all the debris and artifacts were taken by the military and then divided up, according to him, divided up among the four branches. And then later in his career, he was actually tasked to pull a lot of that stuff back together again. Now, according to this guy, uh, a lot of what we look at as current military technology actually evolved out of that, stealth technology being the the number one of those, but also some of our missile technologies and some of those other things. So uh, the theory as to why, and as detailed in his book, why we've never found any of those things is because the you know, U.S. military, the Russian military, the Chinese military, all these others have gone to great, great lengths to scoop up any a hint of those materials anywhere they can be found. And they have been subsequently shared with the defense industry. And that's where the question comes, why hasn't any of this ever come to light? This just seems like the kind of thing somebody, if there's this many people involved, someone somewhere is going to swipe something and put it in their pocket and take it home and they're going to share it. I mean, people are trying to steal moon rocks and stuff from NASA. Like, there's no way all of these people have just decided to go along with this whole thing and not take a little piece for themselves. Okay. Are you telling me you wouldn't? I would. You totally would. I, I absolutely would, would. Human nature being human nature. I, I, I think both Steve and Jamie have an excellent point they've made here. So I may be losing this one, but we're going to go right on to our next caller here. Uh, next up, we have, is that Leland in Phoenix? Uh, hi, am I on? Leland, you're on. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to know if you had read or even heard of a book by the title of uh, Lights in the Sky and Little Green Men. I have not read it. I believe I've heard of it, but refresh me. What What is the premise? 
Well, it was uh, written by uh, doctors uh, Hugh Ross and Kenneth Samples. Uh, they both work at, uh, uh, last I heard anyway, they both work at Hugh Ross's organization, uh, Reasons to Believe. He's an astrophysicist. Uh, I believe Dr. Samples is his degree in philosophy and theology, I think. Um, they basically did a survey of uh, all of the, uh, they just put together all the data they could of all of the encounters throughout all of history, going back as far history as they could. And uh, <clears throat> they looked at the nature of them and what was going on, and uh, they, they came up to two conclusions. The uh, first one was, while on the one hand, uh, 99% of those incidents could be immediately dismissed uh, on the basis of natural phenomena or something uh, like on that nature that, you know, was clearly not um, uh, alien encounters of any kind. Sure. It's some sort of natural or physical phenomenon. That, yeah. Yep. On, on the other hand, that 1% left like thousands of uh, encounters that, you know, throughout history that, they, you know, they just cannot be explained by an ad in, in that way. And they started looking at the nature of these encounters and what was going on and what was, you know, people were being told or what was being done to them. And, uh, you know, they, they noticed a couple uh, factors. Um, one of them was that the, all of these encounters, they... Oop, did we lose? You cut out Leland. All of these factors, and then it cut out real briefly. Uh, all these, all these uh, encounters throughout history. Um, Sam, they're they on to you. To, they, they all seem to stay like one step ahead of whatever the technology was at the time. So like in ancient times, it was you know the panoply of gods interacting with people. Right. Yeah. You know, by the middle of age, by the middle ages, it was you know goblins and fairies and such and uh by the you know 1700s it was uh or maybe before that uh, it was beings from the center of the earth any and and you know what that ties into good storytelling because good storytelling always imagines the next part of the future more about the moon the uh, Leland, we're having a little trouble with your connection. I'm going to end this call right here. I apologize. If we can get you back, uh, try again on the number there, 602-508-0960 is the call-in number for anyone who needs it there. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, one of the things I mentioned, in you know, historically, um, there are sightings going back. So one of the ones I found interesting was sightings during the Second Punic War, which was from 28. 28- 2018 to 2001 BC, uh, where there are numerous descriptions from people on both sides of the war of ships which gleamed in the sky coming out of the clouds uh, and similar sightings two years later of, quote, gleaming round shields traveling through the air. Uh, And obviously those descriptions tie very well to uh, our current kind of knowledge of aliens. 
except that they came much earlier. Uh, in 122 BC, the three moon sighting over the skies of Arminium, Italy around 122 BC, several sightings of three moons appearing in the sky together. Uh, these objects were visible during daylight hours as well as at night. Uh, and it was noted uh, by Pliny in his book, Natural History. Um, then the Roman army. There are numerous reports from the Roman army in 74 BC. Uh, so these sightings actually go back quite a ways and there are commonalities, Jamie, between all of them. But why? Why would they keep coming back? What uh, do they well, want with us? Well, see here now we're about to we're almost entering the territory of Sam's special theory, which folks, <laughs> I am gonna save until the first segment of the five o'clock hour, okay? I'm gonna save it because yeah, this one might actually mark me as crazy. You might get done listening to that and just turn off this channel for good. You'll hear the end of Sam Stone's career. <laughs> It's entirely possible. <laughs> the The amazing thing about that is that of all, all the crazy things I've said over all the years that talking about conspiracy theories that I only sort of half-jokingly believe in, except that it's getting easier to, but regardless, um, would be the thing that ends my career. Somehow this does top those. Does it? Eh, it's getting pretty close. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are going to go here to our next caller Let's see. Oh, we, Sam, we're, we're running out oh, of time here. You know, goodness, we just get going and He's rolling. He's too excited. He really likes these. <laughs> I do. I do love talking about this stuff, folks. So please be, be ready to call in. We need some more callers on the line. 602-508-0960 is the call-in number. The Seth Liebson Show with your crazy guest host, Sam Stone, in his tinfoil hat will be coming back in just a moment. Yes, there it is. There he was when they landed on the moon. We still don't know what's on the dark side of the moon, folks. Can we go to that? No. We're going we're gonna to be going back to more aliens. Next, we have Jeff from Phoenix coming up. But first, folks, if you want to talk about something really crazy, let's talk about earning 10.25% fixed rate of return on an investment. That is just an unbelievable opportunity in this market. You've got to check out our friends at YReFi. Go to their website, invest, the letter Y, then refy.com, and check it out because when you have an opportunity to earn up to a 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market, you can take your returns as income each month, you can compound them, whatever you choose. That is as crazy a deal as you will ever see. And if you need your money back at any time, even crazier, you're going to get it right back right away. That is fantastic. So check them out, investyrefi.com, or give them a call at 888-YREFI24. And now back to the aliens, Jeff and Phoenix. What do you got? How you doing? Hey, I just wanted to call in because uh, I heard you say something a while ago, and another guy mentioned it, that if you'd have told me 10 years ago some of this stuff, then I would have uh, not believed it or whatever. Uh, I was absolutely in that position that I didn't think our CIA, FBI, all these things that are now, I believe, are absolutely corrupt. Um, we're not. It's really, case, it's uh, really astounding, isn't it? How how much they have broken the innocence that we oh, all had. And and, and and what we all don't, re- what we all need to realize, and what we people don't want to believe is that there is evil in this world. And the point is, is that if there's money involved, there's power involved then there's probably going to be corruption involved. And they will lie straight to your face. They're con men, and they get away with it every single day. But also about the alien thing. So if you start talking about all these things that have happened, I mean, if you start researching this, 
I mean, I don't know if you've ever heard of a gentleman named L.A. Marzulli, but um, he's done some um, videos about things that have been discovered in the America, in America, Ohio, up in the Northeast, that are proven to be four, five thousand years old, and they were built by humans. So the the and all of this to me doesn't go back to aliens it goes back to and now if you believe in aliens you have to believe in then in a sense that there is supernatural yes there is something different beyond us dimensions whatever you want to call it there's something more well my belief is that it's god it's christ and god himself and that there are fallen angels and it speaks about this in the bible how fallen angels came to earth and shared forbidden technologies with humans so they are able to do certain things that other humans weren't do. I mean, there's all these things throughout history that, that are absolutely unexplainable just by what people say. And then when you start going from, okay, well, if that was true, if the uh, natural Native Americans built this, how was they, where was the population that they had at the time? And how did they know mathematics? Abs- you don't see that in any of their other... Absolutely. Nothing. A lot of those type of things all across the globe out there raising questions that people should be asking because there's a lot more about our history that we don't know. All right, folks, the Seth Liebson show going to be coming right back. And at the top of the hour, I'm going to give you my special theory. It is a doozy. Stay tuned. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flint. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. 